0: there and welcome to here's johnny's reviews and my five-year anniversary special god five years of this fucking malarkey Mm -hmm. i'm redoing my very first podcast the shining as it's 40 years old this year but i'm not going back to overlook alone oh no i have a guest with me in this little snowcat phil from the spook house podcast
1: hey what's up johnny thanks for having me man
0: yeah not bad at all all. so So tell my Oh, sorry. sorry. This is an anniversary episode for you? Yes, this is my fifth year as a podcaster.
1: Hey, congratulations, man. That's uh, <laughs> yes. quite the accomplishment.
0: Oh, yes, yes. This is supposed to be a little one-year experiment, and it's now five years later.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, quite commendable. So kudos mm-hmm. to you.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, so tell me a little loyal listeners, all four of them, about the bookhouse podcast.
1: Oh man, well let's see. I've been doing this podcast. Uh, I'm up to episode 57 now. Um, I did have a co-host. He quit the podcast about five episodes ago. So in a way, the Spook House is kind of uh turned a new leaf and it it's going really well. Um, essentially, I bring on a different guest every week and we break down a movie or sometimes some beers and watch along to an episode or. Yeah, we'll just break down various topics. We try okay. to keep it fun and light, but also hopefully you learn a lot whenever you're done with an episode. That's the goal anyways. So, mm, yes, yes, the the research
0: is the nightmare part of the podcasting. Sometimes I, mean, I tend to enjoy it. Mm, for this pod- well, for this podcast, I've watched The Shining, Doctor Sleep, the Room 237 uh, documentary, right. and the training tv miniseries god help oh,
1: me <laughs> i've never seen the tv series um, oh it's terrible <laughs> i've heard yeah so i hear i'm kind of morbidly curious to watch it in a way
0: oh, but. oh my god it's so bad it is just so bad you can actually see the camera reflecting in the windows oh you my see, god you can see the mics you can the cgi is terrible um uh, now I, now i want to watch this <laughs> well, this enough. sounds really fun mm-hmm. yeah it's a sort of good bad movie but okay. more the bad side than the good side something you know? um how many times have you, have you saw the shining how many times have i seen it yes yes in your life oh lifetime. <laughs>
1: man um over the years like i'd say at least 10 maybe like
0: 15 or something like this is one of my favorite horror movies Mm, yeah yeah well if you can't guess from me my podcast this is my favorite one of my favorite movies you know Um uh, yeah. i've seen this about what 50 60 times
1: <laughs> oh my god wow that's uh that's a lot of hours because this is not a short movie I
0: mean, oh no no oh, not short as long of, as dr sleep Yes, but it's that yeah shorter dr sleep yeah yeah, yeah. or put you to sleep as i'm calling it <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure
1: we'll get all into that i mean that's oh like, yes it seems yes. to be a very divisive movie I found. Like when I posted mm-hmm. that meme the other day like kind of talking shit about it, like a lot of people were like, "Hey, like I love it." And it's, that's cool if you love it. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, just, I don't get. It. People get really upset when you talk bad about a certain movie. Um like for instance, when I took apart parts Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2, I got a fuck ton of hate for for that so i'm going but the movies are terrible the second one is unwatchable and the first one rapes the halloween franchise so fuck off actually i can't stand rob zombies Halloweens. i,
1: you I like your i like what you're saying johnny uh, <laughs> <laughs> you won't have any
0: pushback over here <laughs> I, thought, I just don't like rob zombies take on movies we get it you're white trash and is that, all you, is that, is that, is that your entire wheelhouse white trash
1: you know? It it appears to be. I do have to say though, like I think that's why I like The Lords of Salem a little bit more um, than most of his movies because it's the only non-white trash movie of his. But yeah, yeah,
0: which is his take on The Shining, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's uh, he he's definitely influenced by a lot of Kubrick. It seems like in that movie, but
0: I mean, sadly, I've seen most of his movies. I gave up at 31. Oh Um, man, yeah. Yeah. I've even seen that weird cartoon thing he brought out, the animated movie he brought out. I've watched that and that was his best movie. Oh wow. Okay. (laughs) So, so there we have it. Um, I like House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Same. But the rest of his movies are no. I'll just no. (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah. What do I have here? Oh yes. Is this your favourite Stephen King movie? Um,
1: I would say so. I've never really weighed that question, but yeah, I would say so.
0: Hmm. I mean, for for me, I would say yes because this isn't a Stephen King movie. Yeah, uh, I was we, gonna say because Kubrick cut all the shit out of the book and made it about the family and such instead of all the bullshit that King forced into it. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Oh, by the way, have you read the book?
1: I have not. No.
0: Yeah. I read a book about oh ten or so times. Oh, and wow. it's interesting, shall we say?
1: <laughs> yeah. I've heard some people prefer the movie. Um mm. but I I don't know. I've I've never read the book. I know little details here and there. I know Stephen King was not a fan of Kubrick's adaptation.
0: No, 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 no. He did Kubrick. Apparently Kubrick threw him off the set. because... Um, <laughs> King was a no, no, no. Follow follow, follow my. Here's my manuscript. Follow my manuscript. Here's my my um, draft of the script. And Krupp was like, "Fuck off!" and threw at him and threw off the set. Yeah, Yeah, Stephen King sounds
1: a little like he just has some resentment towards the movie that Mm. he needs to let go of. I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, his version of of um, The Shining, his TV movie, is basically what he wanted he demanded that movie so he got it and i'm going but it's terrible it's got filler and fluff and boringness it's like piss off
1: that's right yeah. he does say that he likes that tv series which oh. is funny because everybody fucking hates it but him <laughs> i don't know man oh
0: dear oh dear okay then so let's get back on track then shall we in this podcast we're looking at all things overlook all uh, right I'll touch on Stephen King's The Shining* from 1987, Doctor Sleep, and the insane Bucknuts documentary, Room 237. Watch that if you must. It is bloody hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to steal from your gatehouse here and give some hot takes, so hold on to your pants. This might be a bumpy ride. (laughs) I'm holding on to them. I don't like Stanley Kubrick movies Um... at all. You
1: know what? Um, I, I think I've seen 2000, uh, man, I lose a lot of credit here, but I haven't seen the majority of his movies. So mm. I, I know they're really like slow and uh, psychological, but I just. And pretentious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I guess some would say. Um, but I haven't seen them. I can't comment on that. I mm. mean, I know, shame on me, but that's the truth.
0: No, 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 that's, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I hate 2001. It's too pretentious and up its own arse. I can't stand what got orange. It's too violent for the sake of being violent. I don't like Dr. Strangelove. It's too ridiculous for its own good. Mm. I hated Eyes Wide Shut because it's just, I don't know, look at me. I can do sex. Ooh, and <laughs> I don't like Full Metal Jacket. I get shit for that one, but I don't like Full Metal Jacket. I have seen Full Metal Jacket. I thought it was okay. Uh, yeah,
1: I don't know. I need to, or maybe I shouldn't, sit down one day and watch all his movies. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, he's just one director. I I'm not very familiar with. And that's funny you say that you hate 2001 because I've heard quite a few people say that like that's their favorite movie and mm. well, I know fair enough. I know John Lennon said that he would watch that movie at least once
0: a week. Yeah, when well, he was stoned. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go.
1: I I need to catch up on
0: Kubrick, apparently. Another hot take. I don't think he's a great director. I think he's just a control freak tyrant. And mm. he's not as great as Bill McCoy is or was. Another hot take. Rebecca De Morney is a better Wendy than Shelley Duvall. Who is that, Rebecca? Rebecca De Morney. She plays Wendy in the TV. Mini-series. Oh, really?
1: I haven't. Yeah, like I said,
0: I haven't uh, seen that yet. Well, of course, of course, you haven't seen that one yet. So that's a sort of yeah, that'll get me some hate going. How dare you say she's better than Shelley? Well, Shelley Duvall was the greatest act. Uh, no, have have seen that movie. She's going, oh Jack, Jack, please, please, Jack. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shut up, you. <laughs> um, Jack Nicholson is a better Johnny than Stephen Webber, but Weber is a better Jack than Johnny, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Steve Webber, of course, plays Jack Torrance in the TV uh, Okay, movie, okay. A- cut But yeah, he makes a better Jack than Jack Nicholson, because Jack Nicholson, you know, for a fact, he's insane from the start, you know? So when he goes completely bugged, that's insane, and goes, to, here's Johnny Malarkey. You're thinking yes this is you you're jackson you are the wild man so uh-huh you know and one mother uh, one other hot take Cortland meat is shite as danny lloyd although uh, as danny Torres, rather although danny lloyd is a better danny but he works my last nerve i can't stand his red rum red rum red rum <laughs> <stuff. laughs> um so, do you have any hot takes on, on The Shining?
1: Oh, on The Shining? Um, nothing too crazy. I, I see the criticism with Shelly Duvall. Um, when I was rewatching this the other night, I can't tell. I'm like, is she good? I can't really tell. She's, mm. she's fine. Um, and apparently Kubrick like tortured her on set. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So, yes. It, so it's almost like she's not a great actress. She's just a actual frazzled and uh, disturbed person that was just completely drained from doing that movie. Um, I don't know. I, I go back and forth. I like her sometimes, and I don't. I, I hear what you're saying with the, Jack, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Give it a bad Wendy, give it a bad,
1: bad, 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 bad. give it a bad. Yeah, oh, apparently they like, apparently oh, they did that one take like over, uh, I've heard like over a hundred times or something.
0: Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I think it was a hundred and forty-seven takes. So That's... wow, there we have that one. Oh, I was going to say, ah uh, yes, have you seen the documentary Room Two Three Seven?
1: I saw it once many years ago. Um, I didn't rewatch it for this. I know a lot of the theories that are in it. I went mm-hmm. down a lot of YouTube rabbit holes, um, exploring different theories. But yeah, it's an interesting watch. I mean, a lot of it is probably bullshit. Well, it is bullshit, a lot of it. <laughs> but yeah. there's some fascinating stuff. I think a lot of those theories hold water.
0: Mm-hmm, I would say. Yes. Yeah, the ones I believe hold water as the Native American one, Yeah the moon landing one and uh, not sure about the rest of it are just bullshit <laughs> yeah um
1: the yeah the moon landing one man that's a whole you could do a whole episode on that mm-hmm. um but a lot of the yeah there's some interesting stuff like danny's wearing the apollo sweater um yeah there there's just a lot of little hints throughout the movie so mm.
0: Yeah, true, true. Although the one thing I got glaringly from Room Two Three Seven is just how much people worship at the altar of Kubrick, which I don't agree with, obviously. All his mistakes in the movie, yet he says, "Oh my God, he's a genius." It wasn't, it wasn't Kubrick. No, no, no. It's the ghost is doing it. He's he starting to to message you, sort of thing. He fucked up because it's a year and a half of filming this fucking thing. He <laughs> fucked up, you know. Um, tell him, Johnny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let um, him know. <laughs>
0: yeah. God, is he a genius? No. Is he a tyrant? Yes. Is he a control freak? Yes. But he's not a genius. You know, like I said, this is a year and a half filming this fucking thing. So, mm. well, I mean, this is
1: like your favorite horror movie, though. He did something, right?
0: Yeah, true, true. But uh, it's it's like, oh, you know, Um, (laughs) I I would love to spend a week in the Stanley Hotel, once lockdown's over, of course. Um, but I don't know if I could do that, you know, in a minute. Oh, a week?
1: Um, yeah, well, it, have you ever been to the States? No. Oh, okay. Well, if you do, you can go stay at the Stanley Hotel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll take room 237, or 217, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, then on to Dr. Sleep. Have you read that book? I have not
1: read Dr. Sleep. Um... Is that book – what's the overall consensus?
0: Do people like that book? People are on the fence. Um, mm. People go, oh my god, it's garbage. I'm more on the meh side. Okay. You know? um, I read the book back when it first came out, and I gave up halfway through it when I talked about 9-11 stuff because they're psychic vampires, and they park across the water from where the where the towers go down, Yeah, and they soak up the fear – and the oh, tears. Oh my god. And the negative energy from the people. It's like, nope, I'm done. I don't know what am So, no, I was, I was <laughs> done like three quarters way through the book. Yeah,
1: I gotta say, the whole concept of like, um, literally like inhaling and drinking their fear. <sighs> it, mm. That, man, I, I don't know. That Yeah, that wasn't for me, but no, continue, no, it was please.
0: <laughs> ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. Right then, shall we crack on with Dr. Sleep then? Sure, let's do it. Oh, okay, then, Dr. Sleep's main bad guy, Rose the Hat, who looks like a hippie chick that would sell you either wheat or healing crystals. I swear to God, I could not take her seriously at all. That ridiculous I, hat.
1: <laughs> I gotta say, I loathed everything about this villain. I mm-hmm. hated her stupid fucking hat. Mm-hmm. I hated that forced well hi there catchphrase mm-hmm. you could mm-hmm. you could tell they were trying to make that like well every villain needs like a thing well she's got the hat and she says well hi there it's like go fuck yourself like mm-hmm. I I hated this villain
0: yeah she's like a Stevie Nicks cover band, you yeah. know <laughs> I don't know, I just couldn't take her seriously at all. I'm going, Really love, you're this grand vampire, psychic vampire has been alive for thousands of years and you go, Hi there Oh uh, fuck off you
1: <laughs> Yeah, I just did not like her. Uh...
0: No. No, no. The other thing I hated was the quote True Not, the group of psychic vampires. The names I mean Rose the Hat, Crow Daddy, Andy, Annie Apron. Barry the Chunk, or in the book, Barry the Chink, which was rightfully changed. Oh, wow. Uh, Grandpa Flick, Diesel Doug, and Short Eddie. Sound like fucking PV Herman uh, rejects, you know? Yeah, yeah it's,
1: it sounds like a seven year old kid came
0: up with those names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's utterly ridiculous. I'm going, you're supposed to take these people seriously with a name like Snake Bite, Snake Bite Andy. And Fuck snake, off. snake Bite Andy. <laughs> God, that's alright. That
1: sounds like a gang of uh eleven year olds decided to start <laughs> a rock band. Like, what should we call ourselves? Snake Bite Andy. Yeah, that's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. One thing that did catch my, my attention was within the first five minutes of the movie, they kill a kid. Now, is that daring? Um
1: I guess it's a way to grab your attention at least. Um, I'm fine with it. Whenever they kill kids in movie, I'm like, uh, eh, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Kill that fucking kid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, hey, I tell you what. Before we talk more about things you don't like, what do you like about Doctor Sleep the movie? Let's say let's get the positives out of the way.
0: Okay, I like the fact they recreated the Overlook almost to a T. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, that's about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because i don't like the recast- i don't like the recast the recast don't work wendy recast doesn't look like Sheila deval and acts nothing like Sheila deval they recast jack as the bartender a haircut does not make a jack and the little boy that played danny no he has none of it even the same haircut i mean he has none of it well
1: so, yeah you know, okay well i gotta say i like i like ewan mcgregor i've never seen him in anything where i thought Like, wow, he sucks at acting. Like, he's always really good, Mm. I think. I mean, I like... The acting is fine. I mean, overall, technically, this movie is good. It's good acting. It's shot well. Well, most of the acting is good. (laughs) But, (laughs) um... And the new Jack Torrance. Yeah, like, the guy with the haircut. Um... Mm -hmm. The facial expressions just weren't there. Mm-mm. I mean, I guess I could see some resemblance a little bit. But if you watch the original Shining, you see like a lot of eye movements and like just...
0: Eyebrow movements, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. eyebrow movements. And this guy was just very statuesque.
0: Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although the one recast that was eerie was Halloran. It was Dick Halloran. He looks like Scott Mancruthers. It was Eerie. yeah <laughs> um,
1: that yeah
0: that guy was good yeah 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 he was good um the one thing i don't like about this is it retcons the book this the, the shining book in the book the overlook burns down when a boiler explodes because jack forgets to put the pressure down in the boiler and this one it follows what kubik did so king went ah fuck it i'll just do it because i hate Kubrick's Movie, but I'll take, take his idea, sort of thing. Because if not, then you are fucked. Because <laughs> in the book, in the book, Rose the Hat and the True Knot are, have turned the Overlooks, um, foundation into a trailer park. Hmm. So they park their caravans on top of it and soak up the psychic energy. <laughs> Which right. is ridiculous
1: again, with the sucking up psychic energy. Mm. For some reason, okay, I got so bored during this movie, whenever they would, like, suck up some energy and, like, be like, oh, yeah. I just, I kept thinking, have you ever seen that South Park episode where they're, like, farting into martini glasses and sniffing it because they love the smell of their own farts? No, okay, well, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> okay, well, there's a scene where they're, like, huffing their own farts. And that's, I just kept thinking about that. I was... Quite bored most of the
0: time. Mm. Yeah, wait, well, this movie is boring. I mean, I've watched the director's cut, which is three hours and 25 minutes, I think it is. Wow. And oh my god, does that fucker drag? It's like, can we get on with it? Um, what I don't like about this movie is Jeremy Breggers, Danny Torrance. I hated the fact that King flushes Danny's happy ending from the book. Because uh, in, in that book, he graduates college, Wendy marries Dick Halloran, and he has control of his powers. But in this one, he's a complete fucking basket case. Oh, wow. So, I mean, in this one, he's a strong junkie. Also, he's a hard drinker who isn't in control of his powers one lot of Iota and doesn't deal with his demons at all. So, I don't know. I mean, to me, McGregor feels like he's in train spot in three. You know? <laughs>
1: You know what? I never saw Train Spotting 2. Uh, um, neither have I. No. <laughs> oh, really? Hey, the first Train Spotting, though, is a fucking classic. That's an amazing yeah. movie. Uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, so I've never read the book, like I said, so I can't speak to any of that. Um. Mm-mm. But it's yeah, that, that. that's about it for
0: positives
1: for me, I think.
0: Mm. Uh, oh, yes. Also in the book, Abra, that's a terrible name for, for a little. Uh, oh,
1: yeah, that name can go fuck itself. <sighs> Abra
0: yeah oh, abracadabra oh fuck off <laughs> uh abra's parents don't know about her psychic abilities until dan points out to them but in this movie they know she's psychic it's like oh fuck off you mm. i don't <laughs> know i don't know and i hate the true no what a fucking awful name for a bunch of psychic vampiric stalkers and killers I didn't,
1: I didn't even know that was their name until now i guess they said it at some point but i didn't catch that S-
0: what does it say? She goes, well, hi there. Welcome to the True Knot. Something that is tied can't be untied. I'm like, oh, fuck off, you pretentious bitch. Yeah. I mean, like,
1: yeah, at one point, I was like, if she says, well, hi there, one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna break my
0: remote control across my knee. I'm, yeah. oh. Yeah, I mean, the True Knot sounds like a fucking, I don't know, vampire cover band sort of thing. A True Bloods. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Kinda. Like, oh, fuck off. Um, I love the fact that Danny jumps a bus to New Hampshire and gets a job and a place to stay in a matter of two minutes. I, he walks off the bus, he looks like a complete state, and he goes, here, have this house and have this job. I'm your best friend. It's like, what the mm. fuck? What gen? What, what society is this? I mean, what reality is that one? I mean,
1: sure, sure.
0: Ugh, ridiculous, um, ridiculous. The guy that
1: played the friend that hooked him up with the place that takes him to AA meetings, he did a good job acting. That guy's a good actor. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Um yeah, fair enough. So yeah, no no issues with that guy. I thought it was hilarious his death scene when the when the girl's like, "Kill yourself." He, <laughs> it, yeah. Have you ever seen The Happening? M Night Shyamalan. The yes. Happen- yes. Oh, yes. that's what it reminded me of. I laughed
0: so hard. Oh. Gotcha, oh. that's one of my, my guilty pleasure movies. That's just awful.
1: I but love to laugh at that movie. It's wow. deliciously
0: awful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: I might watch it tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one thing that really pissed me off was the steam. Take the steam. That's the, the psychic powers. Everybody has psychic powers. Even even old people, when they die, they have the steam. Mm. When your psychic force is called the steam, fuck you, king. I'm yeah. sorry, but just fuck you. you the steam. Ah.
1: Yeah, I oh, not a fan of it. Not a mm. fan. They didn't have to go so literal with it. You could have just said like, I don't know. Th- just the image of people like inhaling steam from a body is just mm. dumb, dumb to me. But
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I he- hate. I'm oh, sorry. No, I said that's Stephen King for you. He's mm. yeah, he's too fucking literal. Um, well, I hate the PSS movie. It just drags i mean it drags on and on and on and on or constantly driving to the next state or driving to the next city or driving to the next setup it's like can we do something other than fucking driving for crying out loud and enough for this psychic fucking uh, telephone call sort of thing you know or text messages. and it's like fuck off
1: oh yeah well the word that came to mind while i was watching it was bloated it's just mm-hmm. bloated there's just it's stuffed to the gills with just So many characters and little side plots. And Mm. I mean, and I know they're, you know, this is based on the book, but in a perfect world, once they got to the Stanley Hotel, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool because I don't, yeah, like visually it looked good, but all the in between stuff, like the little writing on the wall with the girl
0: and driving and driving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, annoyed me with the whole blackboard. Was it? Um, the guy was a a mathematician before you, and he put this board board up. So, I'm going to put on it your rent is due $80 a month, blah 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 blah. And I'm going, Yeah, but how are you supposed to explain a big thing? It's a red rum that's cracked into the watch, it's red rum, and it's like, Hmm. Okay, then you have like a baseball kid, and I know I'm going, You're gonna be done for murder, you've got red rum splattered on your room, or (laughs) or or, murder. Yeah, good point, ridiculous. Um. One thing I will say is good about Doctor Sleep is Danny uses these powers to help the da- the old people die cross crossover, which I kinda I thought was kinda sweet and kinda soft, you know. It sort of gives yeah. Danny a purpose.
1: Yeah, and yeah. especially with the with the little cat on the bed. That was like, okay, that's kinda cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever.
0: And I, I never got that cat. It's in like what, three scenes just just drops the whole cat. I mean in the book it's supposed to be a psychic cat that knows you're gonna die. So Danny knows if the cat goes through the door of a of a patient, he or she will die. So he goes into comfort and bring him over to the light, much like fucking Carol Ann from Porter you know. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But in the movie the cat's just like two three scenes and dropped. It's like, what was the point of the fucking cat then? Mm. I mean, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Another thing I hated is it's stated by Crow Daddy. That's a terrible name, buddy, for a, for a single pro, killer. Crow daddy. Dead.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, that sounds God. like the username on, like, a bondage website.
0: Oh you more emo kids. I'm edgy. I'm strong. Uh, oh,
1: fuck yeah, it. pretty much.
0: <laughs> uh, I love the fact he states that because of smartphones, Wi-Fi, and Netflix, and other social media, the steam, or the shine, is getting less powerful. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that stupid fucking... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah maybe. i forgot about that wow oh, God, i'm going who wrote that i mean honestly god that was written and edited and written and then spoken out loud and somebody went we ah, will leave that one and thank you very much really yeah. i mean oh for fuck's sake god Rejectious. damn you netflix <laughs> <laughs> and That's the funny. true not the true not are dying because apparently before they killed the baseball kid they killed a kid that had the measles, and the the mother was an anti vaxxer so they, they've caught the measles and they're dying slowly they of the measles. I'm thinking you're a fucking vampire. Measles can kill you. Wow. Okay. I, was that in the movie or the book? No, it's in the book. Oh wow. Okay. Um. But yeah, like I says, I'm going. You're supposed to be sorry for these true not because they're dying because of the steam is is not as powerful as it was 40 years ago. Oh, boo, frickety well who? I'm sorry, I hated, the, I hated these weak ass vampires that are killed at ease. You know, a bullet to the head, and they're dead. They're supposed to be fucking immortal beings, but they can get killed like that. I'm going, yeah. Mm. yeah, I hear you. I also have down here, they're supposed to live forever, but they're dying. What the fuck? Oh, I mean, the, like the, vampire? the, like, convulsing and, the oh, hyper goodness. Yeah yeah. Yeah that that I'm sorry but that that, that CGI effect looked like shit. Yeah, that d- that did look like shit. Yeah, you're right. Um I mean like I said, when it get they sort of fade in and fade out and fade in and their bones are shown on the of the the their muscles and they're show the blood and they just disappeared in smoke and they go what I hated was when grandpa flip died, they'll go you <laughs> know, they all like suck his power and going uh- yeah, kind of a stick bastard.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, that was um Lurch from the Adams Family. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that guy was also the Moonlight Man. Did you ever see Gerald's Game? Yes, terrible okay. movie. I I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I like that movie, but that was <laughs> a, that was a Mike Flanagan movie. And um, the dad in that movie that like jerks off, uh, while his daughter's in his lap. That's the guy that plays Jack Torrance in dr sleep all right yes yeah Yeah. so it's kind of a lot of the same cast but Mm. um speaking of jack torrance in dr sleep Mm -hmm. um i i do like when ewan mcgregor was talking to jack torrance i thought that was acted really well on mcgregor's part
0: yeah yeah when he goes i don't you talk about danny i'm the bartender always have been i was going to go help Oh, he's a prick, you know. He goes, I don't care about about Danny. I don't care about I don't care about Wendy. I don't care about this. Just you have a drink, sort of thing. I'm going mm. hit the boat over his fucking head, you know. <laughs> I, I hated that Jack Torrance. Um, yeah,
1: um, but I, I thought that little exchange was decent. It, but a lot of this stuff, like even the high points of this movie for me, like um, like all the set recreation, it just made me go like man, I'd kind of rather watch The Shining right now. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, yeah, this looks cool. Oh, wow, it looks exactly the same. But it was like, I could just go watch The Shining and do all this without this other bullshit. So Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, my God. And when the bath... Okay, first of all, the bathtub lady, Mm -hmm. they how many times did she show up in Dr. Sleep? Like, probably 10 times. Yeah, about that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so by, like, the 10th time, it was like, okay, we get it. Like, scary bathtub lady, you can go away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when she attacks Rose, Rose the Hat, I was like, oh my (laughs) god, are you fucking kidding me? The naked bathtub lady is what gets her.
0: Jesus. I, I love the one thing I love about Rose the Hat. She walks into the overlook, and the lifts explode with blood. She goes, meh, and walks away. I'm going... Yeah, because that's pathetic. <laughs> I
1: was confused by that part. What what was that supposed to imply? That she was just
0: not impressed, or yeah, she wasn't impressed. She's been there, seen it, done it, and bought it, and it's it's psychic blood. So meh, who cares? Mm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're supposed to, supposed to be she's over what three, four thousand years old? She's been there, seen it, done it, bought t shirt, returned it, and went, well, hi there. <laughs> you know, oh, well, bring... hi there. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you like my hat?
1: (laughs) I'm going to change that to my (laughs) ringtone. Well, hi there.
0: Well, hi there. Oh. (laughs) Oh, No, I'm not. (laughs) Um, Now, I know I've asked this earlier, but does killing kids shock you or scare you? Because think about it. Spielberg does does it in Jaws. It's done in Children of the Corn. It's done in Pumpkinhead. And uh it's done in sixth sense it's tired hat it's not fresh it's not new yeah
1: and i know michael myers kills a kid in halloween 2018 from the back backseat oh, yes yeah um and a lot of people were like man it's fucked up how he killed the kid it's like really like mm. who cares mm. i mean i'm not saying like i'm pro killing kids but no, whatever no. but whenever it happens it's like Okay. I mean, if it serves the plot of the story,
0: then sure. Mm. Yeah. Although I'm saying that that little base, uh, baseball kid's death was a bit much. She stabs him in the dick once she ties him down and rips his dick off. I'm going, that is fucking outrageous. Then she slices open his guts and she tortures him and he dies slowly and agonizingly. I'm going...
1: Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty graphic death. Um... Mm. I didn't know she
0: stabbed him in the dick. Is that what happened? Yeah, if you watch the movie, she stabs him way low in the crotch and drags it up. So I'm I'm guessing it's the dick she stabs. Oh, you know? huh. yeah. Some
1: things are just off limits, you know. Mm. Like, and then,
0: <laughs> so yeah, and then she sits and rips the guts out and sort of tortures him as he screams. And i was going, too much. I mean, yes, kill the kid. A quick slice to the throat or slice to the gut and he's dead. But you're torturing this poor fucking kid, you bitch. Yeah, you know?
1: well, isn't there some theory like, um, what did she say, like, fear purifies the steam or something like mm-hmm. that? I yeah.
0: Don't know. yeah, yeah,
1: I but yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, wow, okay.
0: Mm. Um, that's that's some sort of nonsense. And another thing that pissed me off about the True notes they've been hunting psychic kids for eons, right? Yeah. Why haven't they felt Danny until 2019 when a movie set? Should it? They have bing as soon as he had his shining attacks in the Overlook, you know.
1: Yeah. Um. Did she give a reason why they nope. hadn't <laughs> discovered him yet?
0: Because well, she, she did say at
1: one point, like,
0: "Where have you been?" or something. Mm. I mean, Rose the Hat's supposed to be this super powered magnet for psychic kids, and Danny's a thousand watt light bulb, but she doesn't feel him. So, um, oops. Yeah. <laughs> Is it – oh, here's a
1: theory. Is it because he was such an alcoholic that it doled his shine?
0: Or? Oh, well, yes, yes. As, a, as an adult, as the kid in 1980. Oh, yeah. Oh, true. She, she went, oh, my God, quick, go here and get this kid. Because it makes no sense. I mean, they're actually in – in the beginning of the movie, it's set in 1980. They're in Florida, and they kill the little kid with the flowers. With the little mm. hat thing, look at my magic hat. So oh, fuck off. And yeah. they're, in, they're in Florida. Um, and so is Danny with Wendy. So what's going on there?
1: Yeah, yeah, valid point. Hey, she should team up with uh, Slash from Guns and Roses, and they can just start a, <laughs> a shitty hat band. They'd be like, "Hey, check us out. We wear hats." Oh, gotcha. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. You're Fucking hats annoying, love. Now, fuck
1: off. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I gotta say, my biggest problem with this is it's X Men with Remember Mm. the Shining? Like, that's what it was, basically.
0: Yes. Yes, Yes, exactly. Exactly. And all these psychic powered kids, but no one fights back until 2019. Really? Nobody fights back at all. Mm. Aeons of of picking up psychic children and psychic teenagers and, and adults and such, and nobody fought back. Really?
1: Yeah, well, don't they have one member that's like controls people's minds or some shit?
0: Yeah, uh, Sneakbeat Andy, but she gets picked up in 2015. So what about all the decades and years beforehand? You know? These
1: are the questions we will never know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So halfway through this fucking piece of shit movie, Rose the Hat pulls out of her ass. What if we keep Abra? the super psychic power, powerful kid alive and feed on her for years so not once in hundreds if not thousands of years have the thought about keeping the quote cow alive mm-hmm. really
1: <sighs> yeah I don't, I don't understand how uh, the biology of all that I don't know how that works but yeah this whole plot is just too fantastical for me It's mm. it's like a fantasy action movie where the original Shining is just a dark, brooding psychological mindfuck of a movie and mm-hmm. I, I mean I wasn't expecting the Shining Part two and I don't know what I was expecting. I didn't know it was gonna be this bullshit though.
0: I mean, mm, yeah, that's utter nonsense. Also, Abra that's a ridiculous name, Abra yeah. Stone. Oh god. Is too small and far too young to be eighteen. Now, she's supposed to be born in 2001 because as a toddler, she predicts the 9-11 attacks. She screams in her crib the night of the attacks. So, right before the attacks, rather, so the mother knows something's up. Hmm. Yet, she's about, what, 14, this movie? 13, 14? I think she's more like, yeah, 12 or
1: 13 or something. Mm-hmm.
0: And she's supposed to be 18 because this is set in 2019 because when she looks uh... up the little, the little baseball kid, it sees on the... The Missing Report, missing since 2019. So, you fucked up your timeline, King, you fucking, uh, hmm. or whoever, whoever wrote this. I didn't uh, pick up on that. Yeah, well, I've seen uh, Doctor Sleep, what, three times now? Oh, and wow. I sort of pick up these little things, you know?
1: Well, I saw it my one and only time the other <laughs> night, so <laughs> I may have missed some
0: stuff. Yeah, well, true.
1: Like yeah. I said, like when I was watching this movie, I had the thought: like, had I seen this in theaters, I would have walked out halfway through, probably. I'd be like, yes. "I'll watch this later." I, I can't. Um, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't find it engaging at all. I mean, nothing had me engaged. I was like, "This is boring. Can we just go me? Here? Sort of thing. I was not impressed with this movie. One, what, by Walter? Yeah. So, oh yes, one other thing: Inception wants its visual. Look back. Everything that Abra does with the whole turning the the camera around and her whole reality spins. I'm like Inception. Is that you? <laughs> I oh mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's talk about the ending because I'm bored talking about this movie now.
2: Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Danny and Abra send Rose the hat to the overlook. Where is the big showdown? He lets out his demons. Uh, he puts some little boxes. I thought it was kind of cool. Actually, little box things. He put them in. Um and they kill Rose just like that and then yeah. they, t- they turn the, on him.
1: Yeah, all the demons of uh, or all the ghosts of the Stanley Hotel attack mm. her. Yeah, well, watch out! It's the lady from the bathtub. Mm. Great. Here to, yeah, here I
0: mean, to kick God. some
1: ass. <laughs> okay.
0: God. Oh yeah, and I forgot. There's a show at National Park where Danny and his best mate take out most, if not all, of the true knots. With bullets. It's just like bang, you're dead. Bang, oh, you're dead, Oh, I forgot
1: about the shootout scene. Oh my god, when that happened, I was like what is this fucking tombstone?
0: What... <laughs> <laughs> What's this wider? Pew, pew. absolute joke. And these are too easily killed. I mean, what was a bullet to the to the shoulder? Oh my god, I'm dead. A bullet to the to the um, arm. Oh I'm dead, I'm going Really? That's how you get killed?
1: Well, apparently everybody's an expert marksman all of a sudden. Like Ewan McGregor's yes. just like, like, like lethal accuracy, just picking off all these vampires. Um, yeah. I thought the whole thing was just silly. And whenever that girl told guy to kill yourself, I was like, "Wow, that's icing on the shit cake right there." That's
0: <sighs> <wow."> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On to Henry Thomas as John Jack Torrance aka the bartender Mm -hmm. he has none of it as i said earlier a haircut does not make the man you know Um, yeah he he didn't have jack nicholson's cadence in his voice he didn't have his acting at all his presence there's none of it i mean he just goes i'm the bartender i've been here forever i'm going emotion hello look it up
1: yeah, I was waiting for him. <laughs> I was like, okay, is he gonna start like ramping it up a bit? But he was yeah. just flat the whole time.
0: Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so really... um, so let's wrap this turkey up then. Out of ten, what would you give it? Well,
1: I mean, not all of this was bad. I think if it were th- if there were no relation to the shining, um and you call it X Men True Nort, or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know. As it stands, I give it like a
0: four. I'll give it Mm. a four. Mm. I give this thing a zero. I hate this fucking movie. Dear God, it's a try-hard movie, and fails miserably. You know, it tries too hard to be The Shining, it tries too hard to be creepy, it tries too hard to be scary and such, and it fucking sucks balls. It's just no, i mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, man, um, I can't give it a zero just because, like I said, like technically, there's some good stuff about it, and mm-hmm. I don't know i it just wasn't for me, and this is just my opinion, and if you like this movie, then great, I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong, but yeah, it's
0: just it's just our opinions, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah like the movie then so be it you like the movie but for me it just tried too hard and it failed fucking miserably so mm. i mean i like yes, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah 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 so bloated. shall we go on to the shining to watch us taste of our Then
1: <laughs> i was about to say bloated like vince Neil singing motley Crue songs on stage just fucking bloated and
0: <laughs> okay then okay <laughs> um i'm not a great fan of what we're so <laughs> oh me um, neither but <laughs> i'm just just not politely <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: like i says so shall we move on to the shining to wash this crap taste out of our bloody mouse i mean sure thing man let's do it okay then how many times have you seen the shining i think i've a asked that
1: um yeah I. about 10 or 15 probably
0: yeah, yeah, like it says. Uh, I can skip that one. Oh yes, one thing. For its 30th anniversary, ten years ago, um, I saw this in an art gallery, oh, uh, and it had a, a big, a big projector up, and they put it on the gallery. and it had a partial orchestra playing the music for it, and it was wow. fucking awesome. That's it cool. was like, wow. So yeah, yeah, but that's it really was, cool. Yeah, yeah, but what annoyed me was it's chock full of. Cubic worshippers going, oh my god, he's great, he's fantastic. I'm going, okay, shh, you know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, people were crying at it. People were giving out rounds of applause, and people were going, oh my god, this is the thing to slice bread. Shh, you know, I mean, oh, pretentious, I just can't stand it. And for its 30th, 35th birthday I saw it in my local independent cinema, uh, the GFT, or Glasgow Film Festival, uh, Theatre Rather Festival. Um, that was, to the brim of film students and feminists and they laughed at it. Really? Uh, Yes, they they hated it. They were laughing, they were heckling at it. They were putting down Sheila Duvall saying she was too weak and a pathetic person and Kubrick was a complete, utter monstrous. And they, they sort of heckled all the way through it. I was going, interesting, so you hate this movie then? Okay then. Hmm.
1: Scotland's a tough crowd, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah.
1: I would love to see this movie in the theater. It's one movie I haven't seen yet in the theater. So, mm. yeah, the art gallery thing—that sounds really cool.
0: Hmm. Oh yes, yes, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh one interesting piece of information I found out was the opening shots of *The Shining*: the helicopter shots showing the forest as the car winds up up the 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 um lakeside road yeah is actually used in blade runner apparently yeah i heard that um the director
1: director, was uh uh, friends uh, with kubrick and let him use the footage
0: so Mm -hmm. yeah the outtakes footage yeah 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 i find that quite interesting Mm -hmm. i mean i've never seen blade runner for years so eh (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you know and is this the ultimate madman jack performance is he tech cast um, the ultimate performance. Oh, no, my, my, Jack Nicholson Oh,
1: first. um, yeah. I mean, for me, like Jack Nicholson is the, the highlight of this movie when I yes. was rewatching it. Um, just the scenes when he's like locked in the freezer and talking to Grady on the other side, like mm. just his little facial expressions and nuances. I was like, man, he is in this fucking movie. He is. Yeah, so for me, Jack Nicholson is the highlight of this.
0: Mm, look at him. Look at him. I mean, think about it. He's typecasted as the insane madman. He's the Joker. He's the devil. He puts out a, a werewolf in Wolf, which is a terrible, terrible. It's a sort of off the wall 90s werewolf.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't seen thing. it in many, many years, but mm. I, I hear it's not good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. So, what's your thoughts on Sheila DeVal's Wendy?
1: Um, I think I touched on this a little bit earlier. I can't tell if she's actually a good actress or just, um, and a woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Like, mm. there's some, sometimes she's fine and, yeah, like when she's talking to Danny, um, well, first of all, she's chain smoking like mm. hell throughout this movie. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah, she's fine. I'm, I'm okay with her. The cigarettes, they were gigantic cigarettes. I'm going, how big are they? Are they things bloody hell? I mean, she's yeah. puffing, puffing away, puffing away. I'm going, okay, love.
1: Yeah. Do, uh, we, do people smoke a lot in Scotland?
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Really? Yes.
1: Uh, okay. Oh, yes. It seems to be like dying down a bit here in America. Um, or, uh, I used to smoke. Not proud of that, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't see it as much these days, but anyways, just wanted to ask that.
0: Uh, no. uh oh yes. And does Danny Lloyd get on your nerves as much as he does with mine? Cause I hated the whole red rum,
2: red rum, rum stuff. Um,
0: Well, he does sound
1: weird during the red rum part. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, you only hear that for about five seconds at one point. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's fine. As a child actor, I guess
0: he's okay. I mean, I, I don't like the, the whole, uh, was it Danny's not here, Mrs. Torrance? Danny's not here. I'm going,
1: uh. Oh, oh the the Tony thing? Yeah,
0: the, the um, Tony voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that at all. I, I mean, he kind of worked my last nerve towards the end of the movie. I mean, it could be the fact that Shelley Duvall was screaming for the last hour of the movie, constantly, or crying constantly. Yeah. I was going, Yeah, too much love. Dial it back to Scooch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about the layout of the overlook and how it makes no goddamn sense. Mm, kind of like all.
1: how when Jack goes into the guy's office and
0: there's a window. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Yeah, yes. but the layout there shouldn't be a window there. So yeah, that, sh-
0: yeah, that should be a uh, elevator shaft. I, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So is Kubik a genius already fuck it up? I'm leaning towards the fuck it up. <laughs> Well,
1: I think he probably did that intentionally. Um I don't know. The word genius gets tossed around for a lot of people. Um, I wouldn't say he's a genius. I think he's a very good director and mm-hmm. is a very detailed director and knows exactly what he wants. So I respect that. Um, is he curing cancer? No. But does he know how to frame a shot beautifully? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yes, he's he's yes. a good director. Okay, okay, okay I mean, after all, this hotel is not real. These are sets built in England from ideas they took from dozens of hotels all around the States, all around America. Mm. So uh, this is like an amalgamation of, I think it's like 10 or 12 different hotels, all sandwiched, meshed together sort of thing. Yeah. So there's that. I've already mentioned that one, that uh, Stephen King was thrown off the set. Uh, oh, yeah, the magic window. talked to the magic window. Uh, well, the-
1: Stephen King was probably, like, just doing lines of cocaine on set, and they were like, get him the fuck out of here.
0: Apparently he would phone up, like, at three in the morning and go, could you put this, do this, do this, and could just like, fuck off, and slam the phone down on him. You know?
1: Oh, wow, I could see that. Yeah, this was, um, I'm pretty sure King was doing lots of cocaine around this time.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. He was cooked up his goddamn mind half the all of the 80s. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, Max Mobile Drive has his ultimate cocaine experience. So,
1: yeah, I've had the displeasure
0: of seeing that one. Oh, yes. I've, I've covered it for a podcast, and yes, moving on.
1: <laughs> yeah. That movie was filmed about two hours south of where I'm at now in North Carolina.
0: Right. Yeah. okay So, is the big, was it the big stop or how it's called that truck stop still there or was that burned down um i don't i think i
1: read that it's not there anymore i don't know mm-hmm. yeah I, I never did like um a lot of research into like all the locations used for it and everything because i mean yeah. i only i saw that movie for the first time a couple years ago in the theater and what? i was like wow this fucking sucks
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay then. Okay. Let's talk about the king tropes, i.e., the main character must be a writer, psychic powered kids, greasers, magic colored person, and religious talk. And switchblades. Insert, yes, I forgot about the switchblades. Yeah, All the yeah. villains
1: got to carry a little switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I mean, you could get drunk watching king movies if you had these things written down. You could go, auto like, bingo. Carter hasn't got a little tick-off list. You'd be absolutely hammered, especially during Tommyknockers.
1: Oh, man, I haven't seen that one in a long time. Oof,
0: God, that's awful. This movie itself has four of them. We have the psychic kid, the alcoholic father, the psych- is the mystical colored person, and Jack's a writer. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's that. Oh, one thing I want to see off the bat. Is Jack psychic? Does he shine? Um, I think that's more the
1: hotel consuming him. Kind of like how Doc says early in the movie, like, places are like people, they shine too. And mm. I, th- I think all that stuff, when, like, Jack's just staring off in the distance and he's got this crazy look, I think that's the hotel, like, consuming him or something.
0: I don't know. I mean, I'll put it later on. I've got my notes that he's actually psychic and he's doing this stuff. He's actually watching Danny and Wendy in the in the maze, and oh, yeah. he actually he lets himself out of the 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 the, the freezer sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, okay. yeah, that. yeah, that's a good theory. I mean, what I love about this is during the interview, Aldman tells Jack. What to do during the winter? Yeah, he doesn't do a fucking thing. Wendy is the one that checks on the boiler constantly. He just sits in and goes, "I'm writing." Yeah. Goes, uh, I'm Good going point. to be a lazy fucking asshole. Yeah. I mean, honestly, God, I love that one. She does all the work. He's sitting there going, "Fuck off, you bitch! If you hear me typing, don't come in here. Say that, fucker, yeah. this place."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a great scene. Though oh, oh, yes. I love that. Yeah. It's like, why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> yeah, good, good scene. Have you seen the uh, the video where somebody deep-faked Jim Carrey onto his face in that scene? No, no. I oh heard of it's, I wow, it, it, so. it's <laughs> it's great. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I might have look up later. Although, have you seen what happened to Sheila Duvall? I looked her up this morning, and oh my god.
1: Yeah, she obviously has some, uh, some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. You know, she was on Dr. Phil a few years ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah man, it, it's, a, it's a shame.
0: But... It's a stunner. That's what I said. It's an absolute stunner. I'm going, oh my God. She talks about how, uh, she believes Robert Williams is still alive. He's yeah. a shit and stuff. And I'm going, what did Kubik do, you love? Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, obviously she's not doing too well. Hopefully she's doing better, but I remember that Dr. Phil episode. I was like, yikes. This is mm. not good.
0: Yeah. I was, I was absolutely gobsmacked. I looked up this morning. I'm going, bloody hell. I mean... But anyway, back to the movie. Let's talk about the Overlook's time of the month as it spews out gallons and gallons of cranberry juice. Ah. I mean, oh, dear God.
1: Is that what they use to film that with is that
0: cranberry juice yes it's cranberry juice yeah it's about oh, i didn't know that i think it's like 35 to 45 gallons of the stuff wow and he had to like clean up the set and block off the cameras and put the sheets on the cameras and if you notice what well, of it takes the the, the the sofa hits the camera that camera was ruined <laughs> so oh. there we have that one yeah that was done i think it was like three or four times that was done so hmm. yeah yeah in order to get that past the MPA, he told them that was rusty water, not blood.
1: <laughs> oh, nice! Apparently, that's the uh, blood of Native Americans that was spilled yes. on the land. Mm. And
0: mm-hmm. again,
1: uh like you said earlier, I think out of all the theories, I think there's enough to back up the Native American. Uh, yes. Um. Imagery and all that, so I I could I could see that one.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, I could see that one also. Uh, so which version of The Shining have you did you watch for this uh review? I'm sorry, say again. Which version of The Shining did you watch?
1: Oh, um, wow, there is like a couple of different cuts, isn't there? Um, mm. the one that was on Amazon.
0: Because <laughs> I watched the quote unquote director's cut, the two hour and a half director's got on a blurry and it doesn't really add much it just adds the fact that wendy takes uh, danny to see a doctor because he has a uh, he has a psychic fit in a, in a bathroom and she says to the doctor is he okay and the doctor makes it sound like it's just childhood schizophrenia or overactive imagination it's fine i kind of got over it sort of thing yeah i did see that version yeah,
1: I think that one's about two hours and 45 minutes or so.
0: Yeah, about that, yeah, Two. Th- yeah. 235 or something like that, yeah. yeah. Shorter than Dr. Sleep,
1: I remember that.
0: Oh, good God, yeah. yes, yes, much yeah. longer. And she also says the kid may be abused, which she is abused because Jack broke his arm, like, two mm-hmm. years earlier, well, in the book, anyway. And it was also alluded to in the movie, Jack broke his arm by mistake. Yeah. Um. So, hmm... And I hate the fact that Wendy makes excuses for Jack saying, Oh, he was drunk, he was I was under pressure, oh this this is this, this. and I'm going, Why are you like this? Stand up for yourself, love and kill him get to fuck.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, I guess that's the story of uh many abusive relationships. You hear that same uh theme played over and over, like the uh the abused makes excuses for the
0: abuser. Yes. Yes, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh my god. Oh yes, on to another piece of stunning information. The magazine Jack Reads is a playgirl from 1978, um, which I actually found out in the behind the scenes, he actually, he actually owns that playgirl and is reading it behind the scenes. Oh so wow. did he sneak it on set and nobody knows? <laughs> huh,
1: okay. I'm sure there's like a 10-page a write-up of somebody breaking down why he was reading oh, yes. that Playgirl issue in 1978. Um, uh-uh. Nah, I mm. didn't catch that one.
0: Yeah, well, uh, then I actually looked this one up. I in a little rabbit hole, and they say there's a magazine article on incest, and they say uh, that Jack is molesting Danny. I'm going, no, it's just a magazine, you know. But why would I?
1: Yeah, I've, I have. I I did read that somewhere. I was like, mm. there's a, a theory that Jack is molesting Danny somewhere out there. I, I, I read that or mm. something. Mm. So, so that's where that came from. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, why would that upmarket hotel have poor Mike just lying around? <laughs> hey, man, it was the 80s. Oh, well, that's,
1: you know? true. that's true. I don't know. I don't know if that was a thing in the 80s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, let me see now. Oh yes, the greedy twins are they scary?
1: I would say so. Sure. They're unsettling. Mm, unsettling, um, yes. But scary? No. Yeah, I mean, it takes... Well, nothing in The Shining scares me. Um, It makes me a little uneasy at times, but mm. nothing's scary.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, what are they going to do? Bridge your hair to death or jump rope to death? You know? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> a
1: little Yeah. Gross.
0: <laughs> Um, oh, yes, they're sisters, not twins. They're seven and nine. They're not twins. Which annoys me. Oh my god, they're twins. They're not. They're sisters. Oh, one really? is just older than the other one. So.
1: Like the, then, uh, the actors that played them? or Yes. In... Yes, yes, the actors. Oh, played, so. okay.
0: Yeah, because you actually could tell one's slightly taller than the other one. Because okay. she's nine. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, uh, to Stephen King trope. Dick Halloran, the magical colored person, uh, that tells Jan, Danny about the shine. Yeah, I'm being PC, <laughs> you know. Well, uh,
1: it's funny that you, you choose the word colored person because here in, um, in America, at least in the South where I live, you hear the term colored person said, like my grandma, she's like 80 something. And Mm. she'll still say like, "Oh, I I pay this old color boy to cut my yard or something," and Mm. it's it's a term that old people in the South say because yeah, I mean it's funny that you say that, and you know it's it's fine, but I I just don't hear it said often.
0: Mm. But you can say whatever you you can say whatever you like. Yeah, I mean, what is the the correct PC? term to use then I, know? I don't
1: know i mean i would say he's a black guy uh, some people say you're not even supposed to say that some yes
0: exactly, exactly. so
1: yeah i don't know we can call him colored person sure
0: mm. okay okay then. like i says he tells danny about the shine the magic mm-hmm. power he has and they're just pictures in a book they can't harm you and stay the fuck away from room 237 if they can't harm him why would they want to stay away from 237
1: <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I wish he had said, stay the fuck away from, me. <laughs> said, you little shit. <laughs> that's fine.
0: I smack out across the back of your head, you little shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it contact me anytime? Not between three and four. That's what time. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> anyway, um, I have to feel sorry for Scatman and Crothers, however, because Kubrick hated him and treated him like absolute dog shit. He almost abused him as badly as he abused Shelley Duvall. He made him do what was it, a hundred and fifty-six takes. At one point, I'm going bloody hell because he wanted another actor, but that actor turned him down because he knew Kubrick was a complete bastard. So he was because hmm. um, Scatman is a friend of, or was a friend of Jack Nicholson, and that's how he got the role. Okay. Um. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I like him in this movie, and yes. um. Yeah, that's fucked up. That. Kubrick was a dick to him. Um, mm. Yeah, apparently at one point he like broke down in tears because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after you do yeah. so many takes, it's like, well, what else do you want? So
0: Yeah, there's a shocking piece of, of footage they have in the behind the scenes on the Blu-ray, and it has Scatman saying, these are not tears of emotion. These are tears of joy and happiness. But he's really crying, streaming down his face, and I'm going... Oh, kubrick wow. you're a complete prick kubrick i mean
1: yeah uh, i mean say what you want about kubrick you know all the praise but if you met that guy you probably would have said wow what a fucking asshole <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know
0: yeah. but, i I would have branded with his fucking typewriter for god's sake because there's, there's <laughs> behind the scenes stuff we're sitting on a behind the scenes sitting on a table with his like taping, taping up what, like different scripts every single day Mm. And going here doesn't use script, but you're going, you're giving that script last night. No, 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 this is a fresh script. What is it? Scream fucking three for crying out loud!
1: Ah, uh, Scream three,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I guess and a D'Avall, I did a sorry for her also. She had a mental breakdown on the set, and she was knocking back bottled water because her tear ducts dried up. Oh god. And she was terrified of him, and she was pulling out clumps of hair on the behind the scenes on the on the on a boiler rather. She yeah. was, oh my God, he was like constantly snapping. I'm going, Jilly, do, 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 do. and I'm going, what the fuck? Switch to decaf, mate, you know, for crying out loud. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: was Oh, yes, this is an interesting theory. Every time Danny and Jack looks in the mirror, the, a mirror, rather, they're shining. They can see uh, the future or what's going to happen or what's happened in the past. Hmm. Because Danny has a has a little psychic fit, and in when in he's brushing his teeth early on in the movie, yeah, he sees what's going to happen, i.e., the the blood. Um, Jack talks to the bar bartender, and it's a mirror behind the bar, oh. so he's he sees, he sees the past. And Jack wakes up and has a mirror facing him the, in the bedroom, so he sees he's going insane. So he knows he's going insane. So he's shining.
1: Yeah. okay, that's interesting. And I guess there's something to be said for the reverse of red rum spelling murder. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm sure that ties into that somehow. Man, I tell you, there's this movie just has never ending theories, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it's interesting, though. It definitely this is why I eventually watch this at least once a year. I'm like, well, maybe I missed something. Maybe I should watch <laughs> it with this in mind. So,
0: yeah, that's yeah. a good
1: one. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, yes. Jack throwing around a baseball, uh, type of writer's block was done by Jack Nicholson on his set because he was bored between takes. And Kabrick went, oh, there's your, there's your in. This is how you make Jack losing his mind by throwing the ball around. So.
1: And I gotta say, that looks really fun. Every time I watch this movie, I'm like, I want to throw a wall, a <laughs> ball against, like, a, a hotel lobby wall. Yeah. That
0: looks like a fucking blast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Oh, yes, the finger thing with Danny, the whole no, Tony, no, 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 that thing was Jake Lloyd's, Danny Lloyd's idea. Again, by the scenes he's going da 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 stuff, so the whole... You know oh, Danny talked to me or Tony talked to me, what the hell it is. Um, and the shot, as I said earlier, the shot of Jack watching Danny and went in the maze, Was he using his shining powers to to spy on them?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess you could interpret that in that way if you want. Um,
0: maybe he was just hallucinating. Yeah, who knows? True. True, because that's a helicopter shot, and that's a miniature, and it's laid up over each other. So that's it done that one. Um, oh, oh well,
1: another another little fun. Well, this is a again a theory. If you go back and watch that shot, like after it zooms in, and you see Wendy and Danny in the center of the maze, mm-hmm. if you look, the way the shadows. Are angled. It says six 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 in the center of the maze.
0: Oh, for the love of! Mm. I mean, it do, like <laughs>
1: once you look at that image again, you're like, oh my god, it's right there. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if Kubrick did that on purpose, but probably not.
0: But probably not. No, no yeah. probably not. Um, onto the hag in two three seven. Is she scary or just plain gross? A little bit of both. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, yeah, fun fact the actress that played her and her younger self, the blonde, uh, mm-hmm. the tall blonde, that, so for both of them, this was the first and only movie they've ever done.
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Interesting. But, um, yeah, I would, s- yeah, it, it's pretty fucking gross every time I see that. I'm like, ugh. Like, mm. That dirty bathwater. Ugh.
0: Mm, yeah, no, that's, that's gross. Because in the book, she's a gangster's moll or gangster's, I don't know, side piece, what do they call them? Chick, what do they call the things? Yeah, yeah. Um, who killed herself because she was dumped by him to go back with his wife or something like that. So she killed herself out of sheer spite so he could be caught having an affair. So oh, wow. that's an interesting little thing. Yeah. Let me see now. Oh, yeah. And one thing I find interesting on about behind the scenes is every time Jack snaps at Wendy, uh, Jack Nicholson was given cheese sandwiches because he hated cheese. So he'd get really agitated and really aggressive. So that's real anger he's using to snap ah. at
1: wow. Wendy.
0: You Man, know, poor Shelley Duvall getting <laughs> yeah, all angles. She- yeah, yeah. Poor Shelley Duvall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was what that was filmed so that's really bad British cheese (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. the book that Jack is writing is supposed to be the history of the Overlook Hotel from newspaper clippings and bits and pieces he found around the hotel because in the basement there's a sort of sealed room and all these newspaper clippings and paperwork from what was it 1920 something up to I think it was the 70s was all stored in this sort of room, so he's writing the book. That's what he's typing on his, his typewriter. So oh, wow. that's what's supposed to be in, um, in this one. It's the whole, oh, work and no play makes Jack a doll boy sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Was
1: was the um, the all work and no play, was that in the book?
0: Um, To be honest, I haven't read a book in about six years. Okay. I'm gonna go with maybe.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, maybe works for me. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, yes. The snow is fake. It's salt mixed with styrofoam.
1: Hmm. I did read that. Yeah. Lots, lots of, of just, it.
0: Oh yes, lots and lots of it. Yeah, yeah, gallons a yeah. fucking. Because mm-hmm. there's shots in the behind these scenes where they're like putting through molcers, uh, like tree molcer things, and it's all spewing everywhere. Yeah. And showed yeah. like, Ball is like, it's in my hair? Get out of my hair! Get out of my hair! And I'm like, oh for fuck's sake, love it's. A styrofoam, <laughs> <laughs> crying out loud.
2: Okay.
0: Um. Oh, yes. And it was lit using soft blue light to make it look like it's cold. Mm. Which is why you have this cold look around the overlook. Oh, yes. One thing I want to know is who cleans this hotel? Who buffers the floors? Who hovers the carpets? Who uh-huh. cleans the place? Because Wendy doesn't do it. Why is it still spotless after months and yeah. months <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, very good point. Yeah. <laughs> I just Was, I, I was just that their job me. as well?
0: Oh, yes, yes. Because they're told uh. to to clean the place and do what, odds and end, odd jobs around the hotel. Mm. I mean, think about it, this is, what, two months, three months into the sort of stay, and Danny's running around the place because to he's got toys scattered everywhere, there's there's food scattered, and he's got, like, bits and pieces all over the place, and I'm going, who's cleaning this place? Who's keeping yeah. the place clean? But I, I just... Just dawned on me when I was watching it the other day. There, because who's clean this place? The floors are spotless, they're gleaming clean. Yeah. so who's,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, A valid, valid question. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yes, the drink that Lloyd, the barman, gives Jack is Jack Daniels, which he calls the White Man's Burden. Why is it called White Man's Burden? I've got that one myself. Um.
1: Hmm, yeah, he does say that at one point. I guess it's just a figure of speech.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with Native Americans. I'm sure there's some connection there. Who knows? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> possibly.
0: Yeah. So, from I read places that's actually a real Jack Daniels that were feeding him. Um, But I'm not sure, because he would have been absolutely bladdered after, what, a hundred and odd takes. Uh, so he would have been pissed. Or hammer, or what do you call thing? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe a few of those were real. Mm, possibly, possibly. Also, is that actual Jack Downs he's drinking? I'm talking about the character, not the actual actor. Or is it in his head? You know, as I said, he's taking, looking in the mirror. He's uh-huh. seeing the past. So, is he drinking actual spirits?
1: Right. I mean, I guess no, because there was no alcohol in the bar. Hmm. You know. Yes. Sorry. So, do you think he's like um, actually getting drunk? I mm. don't know. He's just like so out of it that he actually thinks he's getting drunk.
0: Who knows? Mm, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, was going to say it's been five months. I haven't laid a finger uh, on a little shit or something like yeah. that. I haven't laid a finger on this, this drink. Five months. I never get back. And the shit she put me through, sort of stuff. da 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 da. da and he uh. just knocks it back. I'm going. So you haven't went to AA then, because in the TV mini series he goes to the AA meetings constantly, oh, and he's really? constantly on the phone with his sponsor going "Help me" sort of thing, and the sponsor's like "Eh, whatever."
1: <laughs> uh I'm glad they didn't put that in the movie. That would have been kind of lame. I don't know.
0: That's hmm. so one thing I really, really, really want to know: is there an act, an overlook, or is it all psychic powers? Is it Danny messing with Jack or is Jack messing with Danny? You know what I mean? Or are the two messing with each other sort of thing? Because hence, yeah. hence why Jack gets out of the, the locked storeroom. He used his shining powers to unlock the door from the outside. So is he psychic?
1: Um, so you're asking, yeah, it's... Like, are they
0: actually seeing the ghost, or Mm -hmm. are the ghosts actually real, or is it all psychic powers? Yeah, I don't know,
1: man. It's hard to say. I mean, I guess it's like whatever, however you interpret it. The way I I see the the Stanley Hotel, um, it's like this. I don't know. It's like this other dimension or something, and like I I don't know. It's like, it's real, but it's not. Mm. Like, all mm. these ghosts and everything, they're real, but the Stanley Hotel is like a vortex, and it like causes you to lose your mind in a way, at least for Jack. Mm. Man, mm. I don't know, it's... There's so... Think... You could rewatch this movie and have that in mind, and it would make sense if you wanted it to, but...
0: Okay, because in the book, it's actually built on ancient Indian burial mm-hmm. Uh and it's it's cursed from them, hence why everybody dies in the place. There's like assassinations, there's murders, there's gangsters, there's suicides and such da 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 da. And Lloyd kills his two daughters and his wife like years ago. It's like five years earlier he killed his mm-hmm. daughter and his wife. So all this evil is contained in this one area. And now they have this super psychic kid with the thousand watt light bulb. They're all, like, oh my god, give me his power. So,
1: yeah.
0: that's why it's amped up, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, who knows? It could be the ghost of the Indians. I don't know.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. The Native Americans are on attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to say, this is the very start of when Wendy walks my last nerve. She's running around a place with a baseball bat and swings it wildly. Mm-hmm. As uh, she crying, her, her eyes out constantly got my last nerve. I'm going, would you shut the fuck up, love?
1: Oh, yeah. The, Stay away! Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. I'm not going to yeah. hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. Or, yeah, I mean, that is light. an
1: iconic scene. That's... <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, God. And, uh, of course, Danny psychically calling out to Halloran ho- for help mm-hmm. while having a little seizure sort of thing and then of course we have jack kissing the woman in 237 and then he he feels repulsed by her because she turns into the old decrepit old hag Mm. and runs out and goes oh my god so was he actually kissed by her you know
1: yeah i don't know i don't (laughs) know i mean maybe maybe not i yeah like did jack hallucinate that was Mm. yeah who fucking knows
0: man yeah, was Jack drunk and he just so because Danny does have his, his his jumper ripped on the neck when mm. she strangled him. So there has to be something there. I mean, was that right. Danny's power? Was it Danny's powers that done that to himself? Was it the ghost that done it to himself? Was it is it Jack? the curse? Was it Jack? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Jack does does say he's asleep and he goes, "I had a nightmare. I killed you with an ax Uh huh. So is it all this spinning around and it just suddenly hit in one beam sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I don't have the <laughs> answer for you, man. I don't know. Yeah, I have I? a question. I, I had this thought earlier today. Um So this came out in 1980. Is mm-hmm. this the first instance of family member turns into the killer and tries to kill the family?
0: Mm, no, Halloween. I would, off the top of my head. Oh, uh, well.
1: <laughs> about Halloween. Okay then. Because okay, that, on. that little storyline didn't get introduced until Halloween 2.
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, let me see, off the top of my head, um, The Omen?
1: Yeah, there you go. So that was yeah,
0: what, 76, I think? Yes, 76, yes. Yes. Okay. Well good you answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean off the top of my head all came to me was Halloween and The Omen but I'm sure there's other um things there. Okay.
1: Well off this top of my head. yeah well this was like one of the I guess we can confidently say it was one of the first. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. I guess that's why I mean I, I don't I'm not scared by this movie. I guess that's why a lot of people are scared by it because you're supposed to feel safe with your family and your, your mm-hmm. father's. Ha- like, what's more terrifying as a kid? Your fucking dad trying to kill you. Like, that's pretty mm-hmm. terrifying,
0: you know. So. Yes, yes. The rage of an alcoholic father. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sort of terrifying, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good question actually. Is this the first of the killer family member? Sort of thing, or killing off yeah. the family rather.
1: Or at least like dad trying to kill. The family,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, mm, that's true. Because you do have the stepdad, where he's killing family members. Um, the, that ter- the, the stepdad, stepfather, sorry, stepfather.
1: Oh, that's... that that series, the stepfather. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> man, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever even seen those, but are there like I think there's like four or
0: five of those things. Oh God, yes, I think there's five. Oh wow, I saw, wow. The, I saw the original back in godwin is out the 90s 80s and a it thing came out and yeah. i saw the remake on netflix a few months back and it is piss poor <laughs> oh my God. really
1: really oh, yeah.
0: Okay. yeah 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 so back to this movie what is the point of harlan in the second part of this movie all he does is give them a way out he gives danny and wendy a snowcat but that's it mm. you know he has no point at all on this end of this movie
1: yeah, um well I guess he went to check on Danny because he was shining with Danny and mm. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, he does give them a way out, that's true. So mm. I guess I guess yeah, I guess there's your plot point. He gives them a vehicle to leave because they would have been stranded.
0: I if... love the fact that when doesn't refuel that snowcat. So how does she know how much gases in this thing and how long it's going to be before it goes kaput you know <laughs> I mean
1: yeah I don't know it seems like he would have been safer just going back into the hotel yes yeah
0: yeah because yeah. Danny's uh, Danny uh, Jack's frozen in the maze so yeah he's
1: yeah fine. but for all they knew he was gonna like get out of the maze any mm. moment and
0: oh that's yeah. true that's very, true. very yeah. true and also he says he can shine why do you not see Jack's axe coming for him then you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I like some psychic
0: uh, QR. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. that's funny.
0: Uh, yeah, oh god. Um, let me see there. Oh, Grady, the bathroom attendant, mm-hmm. the one that tells Jack to kill Wendy and Danny, that guy was later used in Flash Gordon. He's the one that marries Ming the Merciless to Dale in Flash Gordon. Okay. So by the way, check my archives for that one. <laughs>
1: uh, um, yeah, I think, uh, I read that Kubrick saw him, um, do like a play in London back in the day, and that's where he discovered him, and he was in more of his films. But he died in 2003 of a heart attack.
0: Okay. Then. Okay. R.I.P. Grady. Yes, R.I.P. Grady. Yes. Yes. Um, let me see, so Danny's Red Rum voice worked my last bloody old nerve. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of like, Red Rum, Red Rum, Red Rum. Shut yeah, the fuck yeah. up. Oh, shit. <laughs> Although Red Rum was a famous racehorse in Britain in the 70s oh. and 80s. Oh, okay. So that's where he got the idea for Red Rum. Stephen King went, oh, hello, Red Rum is murder backwards. <gasps> quick, oh, quick, put wow. in a book. <laughs> huh. And to me, the movie falls to pieces at the end. All Wendy does is running around and whimpering constantly and crying constantly, mm-hmm. where Jack is insane and just smashes shit up, where mm-hmm. Danny just screams, Red, round, red, round, and then tricks Jack into the maze and then kills his father. I'm going, this ending is bad. Really? Yeah, it's typical Stephen King Fair. He doesn't have to do endings. Huh.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I like the, uh, the iconic shot of, uh, you know, Jack breaking into the door with the axe. And mm. I mean, that's just so iconic. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I guess um, I will say that the shot of Jack frozen in the snow is a little silly. Mm. You know, it just flashes on screen for like two seconds and mm. he, he just looks kind of ridiculous.
0: And Yeah, true.
1: True. do you do you like the final shot of the movie the slow zoom in on the
0: picture and yeah the i like it
1: fo- I, I like it i think it's pretty eerie in a way
0: yeah yeah the bad photoshopped picture a real picture by the way with oh, really? his head photoshopped on top of it yeah Uh uh-huh. yeah so yeah i mean is he the manager all along maybe you know yeah uh, did the hotel want a new manager because Grady was shit at his job, hence why he's a toilet attendant. <laughs> mm, you know? But one thing I will say is Kubrick is a spiteful son of a bitch to King's work because in King's work, when and so in the movie, when and drives to Overlook, it shows a VW beetle or VW bug uh, squashed by a truck and it's red. Uh, where in this movie it's, it's what was it? It's yellow. Yellow, yes. Yeah. In the book, it's a red the Okay,
1: so yeah, he so Kubrick switches every yeah. mention of red to yellow, right?
0: Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah. To, to like piss off, uh, Stephen King,
0: in mm-hmm. a way. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's like, fuck off your three o'clock in the morning phone calls, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Wendy attacking Jack with a baseball bat was a hundred and thirty-seven takes. And it was something like 35 baseball bats.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Now, the the Steadicam director of this shot, who invented the steri, uh, Steadicam, I forgot his name, but he says that it was actually only like 40 or 45 takes, which mm. is still a shit ton of takes.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. true. But, Very yeah. true. I don't know. I mean, it, where did I get that, that large number from? I can of got up that last number of 135 to 45
1: takes. Yeah, I, I read that as well.
0: So, hmm, hmm. And all work, no play makes Jack a dull boy was done by Kubrick's secretary, and it took her seven months to type that up. Wow. wow. So each page wow. has that same line over and over and over and over and over again. It's like he's a pretty secretary, also. Yeah. If yeah.
1: they had, if they had filmed if, this today, it would have been like a Photoshop. Mm. Or or something.
0: Mm-hmm. So Uh oh yes, one other thing, is Wendy psychic also? No. Because think about this one. How did she get the strength to drag a knocked out Jack all the way to that storeroom herself? She's this meek, small woman and she's a big hefty hmm. man. How does she just have to pull him? Was it psychic powers? Was it Danny helping her helping her rather? Pull him into the place?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I'm still going to say no. Is there any other instance of Wendy? Um. Well, she sees the ghost at the end. Does she light up her cigarettes with her mind or something? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um. Oh, yeah, she does see the ghost in the end. Um. Like I said, I think that's the hotel. Like, the hotel is like an entity itself and it's like shining as well like projecting stuff and Mm. yeah i don't
0: know okay then so now it's got danny out of his mind with fear it's now going look at us we can do this and she's the show wendy the whole what was it the manager of the night's party ain't it with the glasses
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah
0: and of course the notorious blowjob scene with the guy in the the
1: bear oh, suit. Oh, yeah. What was the symbolism for that? I read something maybe you right. can
0: offer. I've got it in my notes a little bit, so I'll get back to that in a second, if I can find where the hell I put the body thing. Da-da-da-da-da. Where the hell did I put that? I've got it written down somewhere. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'll get back to that in a second. Right. On to the Here's Johnny scene. Got uh-huh. a bad one. 87 doors and 13 axes. That was three days to shoot because wow. Nicholson was a fireman before he was an actor. Mm-hmm. So he knew how to swing the axe, and does that. Oh, and I love the little pigs, a little pigs, and let me come in, oh Put yeah. the hair on your chinny chin chin, and then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow the <laughs> the, the house in. He goes, here's Johnny, you know.
1: Um, Personally, I like um Wendy. I'm home. I think he just looks off out of his fucking mind when he says that. Yeah, I really yes. like that
0: one. I mean, it's made up on the spot by Nicholson because in a book he just goes boo. Oh really? Um, really, he goes boo, and that's supposed to be kind of go, ah, Jack,
1: ah, ah. oh Jack! Oh yeah, fuck! Yeah. Off. Well, it's a good thing he changed that. That would have
0: fallen a little flat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Howland gets the axe to the chest. Danny tricks. Jack into the maze. Wendy escapes in Snowcat, which handily has enough gas to get back into town, but she doesn't check the fucking gas in it. And yes, the blowjob scene was in the, I think it was in the book, it was the 50s. He's a bisexual millionaire and that was his either girlfriend or rent boy in the suit. Okay. So, hence why he's got the the back door flap opened, sort of thing.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that.
0: Well, um, so yeah, so in the book, he's a, I think it's it's uh, Horace the Wit, the owner of, I think it's Horace DeWitt, Wit, the owner of the original owner of the Shiny of the, the shiny, of the Overlook, um, and that's either his girlfriend or a rent boy. Okay. In in the suit, so there we have that one. Hmm. But yeah, that's weird. It, it just cuts to the bedroom and he's sitting there with getting a vojo <laughs> off the person yeah in the it's like okay then yeah oh yes one thing i noticed watching it this time is the maze changes with the snow covered maze it's completely different from the maze earlier in the movie because there's no with like the lights are different shape they're much much bigger spotlights and there's no emergency triangle thing if you get lost you can ring the bell and the person could help you out the thing. Oh, that's all okay. gone. And there's no benches either. It's all stripped all away, so it's like, that's a different maze. Mm. So, was that the overlook tricking Jack because he failed? Ah! Oh, you know.
1: Huh. Yeah, I've never heard that theory. That's interesting. Or did Kubrick just forget to bring in the benches that day?
0: Mm, yeah, possibly. Possibly, yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> um. So that's pretty much the entirety of The Shining. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's I'm sure there's a ton more things to dig into if you really wanted to, but yeah, that's that I I feel like we covered a lot of it anyways. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, that was the shining a classic no doubt. However, mm-hmm. it could be gets too much credit for this thing. I I'm I'm saying it's a lot over the place and it's very I don't know, the ending sort of falls, falls to pieces to me. I mean, it just doesn't... The ending sort of... It's like a wet fart. It just goes... And that's it. You know, there's... there's yeah. Mm, so what you say about it? Um. Well,
1: in regards to the ending, I kind of feel like um, Kubrick should have done like a slow pull-in on Jack's frozen body or something. Mm. The way it just pops up on screen. It's uh kind of just out of place in regards yes. to the rest of the movie. It's just I don't know. Yeah, something about it it's not awful, but it's like, "Eh, maybe you could have done something different there." or yeah. Yeah, yeah, I it's almost like the the shooting process of this movie was so grueling by the time they were just like, "Fuck it. Uh let's throw this up there and call it a day."
0: Yeah, you know? precisely. Yeah. Yeah, cuz in the book Jack forgets about the boil and the boiler explodes and kicks out the hotel with him. So that's how it ends in the book. So hmm. Kubrick went, nope, we'll have this ending instead. So there we have that.
1: I I wouldn't have wanted a big explosion ending.
2: Mm. That's mm.
1: a little too like, it's kind of a cliche, like the movie's over once there's a big explosion. And,
0: yes, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Almost like an action movie or something.
0: Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. 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 Okay, then let's wrap this up. Then, so thank you for listening. If it's your very first or indeed your 200 plus podcast, uh, I want to say thanks for Phil for helping me cover all things Overlook. Yeah, I mean, man. This has been what an hour and was that an hour and forty? My God. Yeah, man. Yeah,
1: still not as long as Doctor Sleep though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, indeed, no,
1: yeah.
0: no. Yeah. Um. So don't forget to check out the Spook House podcast, which I believe is on Podbean.
1: Yeah, cool? um, you can listen to us anywhere. We are on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, whatever podcast app you use to listen to. So yeah, okay. check us out.
0: Okay. Make it, you can also follow them on their social medias, which are...
1: Yeah, it's just Instagram, the Spook House Podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, nice and yeah. easy there, then. So don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's A Pod. And email me my suggestions to reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror franchise podcasts of Aliens, Predator, House, Resident Evil, Underworld, and more. Also my solo podcast of Stephen King's The Shining, the TV miniseries, Blade, Dracula, The Fog, and many, many, many more. Hmm. Uh, bye, and remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. Now, I'm off to have some white rum. Bye.